This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your jig order. To the Paddle and Finn podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. I'm Josh. I'm Jay. <laughs> we got Jay. We got Susie. Yeah, thanks. And we have somebody very special this evening. We would like to announce your newest host to the Paddle and Finn podcast. Mr. Dustin Nichols. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> Dustin, uh, Dustin's coming on board, guys. We are going to add a saltwater segment. He's also going to cover some stuff going on uh, down in the Texas scene. He will be taking over the empty slots on Wednesday. So instead of getting two OG shows when Susie's not on, He's going to take that Wednesday, and then, you know, if Susie decides she wants to go every week, we'll move Dustin to another day, something like that. But, um, you know, first and foremost, we'd like to welcome Dustin to the team. 
if you guys don't know who Dustin is, go back, listen to the podcast on the OG show. Jay Randall, Jason Ricketts talked with Dustin, uh, kind of got a, a little background on him and what he's all about. So uh, I'm, I'm super stoked to uh, have him as part of the team and uh, hear about chasing redfish and flounder and i don't know what kind of goofy fish this guy catches all the time but uh yeah dude welcome welcome aboard my friend yeah thank you man uh thank y'all for uh reaching out to me to include me in this uh it's pretty stoked um to start this get this kicked off um get some guests lined up and uh start moving forward with this here heck yeah man yeah buddy be on board with everybody yeah, man. I'm excited for your episode, man. I, I, I don't really know much about saltwater fishing, so that's kind of interesting. That's It, it is. It that's is one thing, man. Like, I've told people before, I've fished coast to coast. I have never fished in the oceans or the Gulf. Never oh. saltwater fished ever. I've fished in Florida. I've fished in California. I've fished in Nevada, Illinois, Wisconsin, freaking northeast all over the place canada i've never fished in the ocean so i've actually fished it a few times but I'm sea look- bass and stuff that's it yeah i you got me dude i don't even know what you're talking about right now so i mean I, i'm, I'm looking expert. forward to getting an education and not only that maybe you know looking to sleep in justin's driveway in my truck and then go out fishing with him the next morning oh or yeah something. <laughs> take care of that i mean it's we don't have an off season down here i mean we we're fishing year round yeah i mean i turn around in, in the middle of january we already got tournaments starting back up because we got a lot of uh, you know power plant lakes and everything too so we got a couple trails that kick off some of the bass tournaments in january and then you know redfish trails and uh flounder tournaments i mean there's it's, it's just crazy over here and something much, every weekend right how much we got going on in the you know just the the groups the different trails everything you know heck it's yeah a good man. Deal. it's gonna be a good scene i mean we'll reach out to some anglers in florida you know all along the gulf coast i know there's some guys in california that like to to, to spear fish off their kayak so i'd like to get some of them guys on board you know stuff like that we're gonna, we're gonna open it up a little offshore uh you know, them guys with the extreme kayak uh, fishing tournaments in uh, Pompano Beach. You got the goat tournament coming up in June in Navarre, Florida. You know, we're, we're going to try to try to cover all all aspects of uh, of saltwater, inshore, offshore fishing. So I'm excited to be on board. So heck yeah, man. Good, 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 good ride. We're going to well, go along for a ride. You were just <laughs> out fishing with Gene Wilson, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All sir. Right, I'm we, jealous. Uh, Susie's talked to Gene Wilson. You fish with Gene Wilson. I mean, I talked to her on Facebook, and I would, like keep telling her I just want to learn her Jedi ways, and she that's says the, I'm 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 not of caliber yet, so I'm just that, that's jealous. The sweetest lady in the world, man. Uh, you know, we just happened to be <laughs> driving back home for my niece's wedding from Texas, going back towards Georgia, and I was like, how can you not go through Tallahassee and not stop and meet Miss Jean? So I reached out to her, and then. Every time we've been through there a couple times now, and uh, every time we come through, we stop and have breakfast or lunch with Miss Jean, and we end up sitting there three or four hours talking. That's awesome. <laughs> with awesome. the whole family, awesome. yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's it, you know, just, and just fishing around her, and and that area is beautiful down there. I mean, if anybody yeah. can get a chance to get down to that St. Mark's area with all the spring-fed rivers and the um, the flats, beautiful flats and oyster reefs and stuff, you can fish and 
man, every kind of fish you could imagine, you know, the, you know, flounder, Spanish mackerel, uh, redfish, speckled trout, and then the bass, and you got the swanee bass, and you got enormously big, you know, as Miss Jean shows us, you know, and it, and I, I got to witness one like firsthand, like fishing in the in one of the rivers that, that, that she's pulled some of the bigger fish out of was um, was just kind of drifting through some spots with her and throwing up in underneath some undercut banks. And I just kind of overlooked one and kind of moved down a little bit. And uh, and Miss Jean, she threw up in there and she says, oh, here he, here he goes, here he goes. I was like, oh, man, and I was filming it too. So I got it all on video, got the catch, got the catch. And I'm like, Lipper, get her, Miss Jean, get her. You know, and I'm like, I'm like, here I am. I'm like, what in the world was I thinking telling this lady <laughs> to lip that fish? I mean, that she's got more 10-pounders than I do. I, I, I'm, I think I'm sure about that. Yeah, right, and, right. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I get the release, underwater release and everything. I'm sitting on that video right now. I hadn't put it out yet. So uh, um, I know yeah. she was in she was in her boat. She was in her Coos HD, and we were there kind of, you know, <laughs> fil filming for the new uh, with the U-Pick and the Bite FD and the and the Kilroy HD with uh, the JK Media House. And um, we just happened to, you know, she caught is six pounds, 11 ounces, you know, almost a seven-pound fish right there in front of me, you know. That's and cool. then, and then I know Ken Ken Morris had 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 hooked a pretty big one that day, and the day before I had lost one that was pretty substantial too. They were man, they were just blowing up through that wild rice through the through the patches on the frogs we were throwing it, or little paddle tails ripping it across the the field grass. They were just exploding on it, you know. And sometimes you'd hook, you'd hang into them, and you couldn't rip them out, you know, even with a heavy heavy action rod and you know 50, 65 pound braid, they just, they just bury themselves in there. But it was cool experience in that area with miss jean you know she's she's awesome awesome angler and more more awesome person you know so you got us an in i dig it all right we'll yeah. talk we'll talk off air yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that no, is crazy how kayak fishing brings everybody across the country together like that though oh yeah yeah you know? man yeah i mean that says something about our community man i mean you know just being up at lacrosse i remember at one point during uh during the awards and stuff, I was kind of looking around and I'm like, man, we got people from New Hampshire all the way to Texas. I think there was a dude there from Maine. I mean, yeah, you had a bunch of Midwest people there, people from you know, everywhere, all walks of life. And anybody you talk to, man, they were like your best friend. I mean, that's the greatest thing about our community, right? I mean, it's killer. It's killer, you know? I know Susie's talked about it before, how she's got people that, like, look up to her you know and she never thought that would happen i mean you know Susie just partook in the worldwide women's fishing federation meetup i mean Susie, i mean i've been listening to those episodes that you recorded down there and it's just like i don't even know what to say i mean you're my new hero i mean <laughs> some of the things you guys did and not only that but like hearing feedback from some of those ladies like how much it's helped them i know i was watching uh uh, I think it was, uh, it was Butcher's episode for the KBF on Tuesdays and he had Josh Stewart on cause he won at lacrosse, mm -hmm. but then he had Josh's mom on and <laughs> she was talking about, um, being down at, at this event and you know how she's teamed up with Christine Hoover and, or Christine Hoover, Christine <laughs> Fisher and uh she's 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 got a plan to put a hurting on josh in a couple tournaments next season so <laughs> i heard that but <laughs> i mean i mean you know 
she was just some of the stuff she said she learned down there. She's like, I would have never known. I would have never known where to go and find that info. You know, like she she feels comfortable reading a depth finder now and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know, Susie. <laughs> I mean, it it was an awesome event, and it just it it felt like it wasn't like enough time to really, you know, show everything that we know to all these ladies you know and we had somewhat of a structured plan but like you know everybody just had so many questions and you know everybody wanted to see things firsthand which was so awesome but then at the same time you're just like there's just not enough time in the day to to Mm -hmm. cover everything but everybody was just you know so receptive of everything and everybody made (laughs) others feel like they belonged there you know, nobody was an outcast, and there was no such thing as a stupid question. I mean, there was a gal there who had a vision impairment who made it work so that she could be there and attend and learn. Yeah. So, I mean, it's huge what we were able to do and what we were able to accomplish. And I already can't wait for next year because, I mean, it's just it's going to get big and it's going to get better. And you know, this is what it's all about, too, is just getting, you know, more women in this sport because, I mean, watch out, boys. We're coming for you. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, Susie's calling it out right now. I mean, <laughs> so I received a message because that went on the same weekend as lacrosse, right? Or was it the weekend before? It was the uh, weekend before lacrosse. So I think I was on my – I think I had just gotten to lacrosse on Sunday – and you guys are wrapping up on Sunday and then leaving Monday. Um, but I got a message from, uh, shout out to Heidi Britton. Uh, she went down. Uh, yep. She messaged me because she wanted to get some paddle and fin covers. And I was like, hey, did you go down for the, the event there? And she's like, yeah. I was like, well, how's it going? Was it everything you expected? She's like, I don't know if I'm going to remember all this stuff. <laughs> she's like, I'm like, well, the nice thing is, I said, remember... You're going to leave there with new friends that you can reach out to at any given point in time to answer those questions, you know, and she's like, you're right, you're right. But um, she she said she had an amazing time and and was just super thankful that I had mentioned it to her, you know, so um, it, it was cool to see that she made the trip down and things like that. So definitely. And I mean. Women are already the the website or the Facebook page. You know, there's ladies who are constantly posting on there. Hey, you know, we talked about this. Can somebody give some more insight about this technique or what line to use or what rod or what reel? And it's it's still going on. You know, yeah. from perspective. So like, you know, it's awesome to see you know everybody reaching out to one another and you know asking all these questions because it's very clear you know they have a passion and they want to learn as well heck yeah heck yeah that's right Mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to uh seeing what the numbers look like next year because you guys had like what 60 ladies down there this year we had uh not quite 50 i think we originally started at about 50 i think a couple had to cancel last minute or something but it was close to 50 they had to cap it because they weren't expecting that many <laughs> that's crazy oh wow yeah, yeah. i yeah. mean yeah. all over too we had we had heather swindler from maine we had uh, tracy joseph from florida we had um 
Cher Carbasson from Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, we had people from all over the country at this event. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, that's real cool. Bad ass. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, Where's buddy. it going to be next year? Um, I don't know yet. Um, we haven't started talking about next year yet. I think you know some of the main uh, organizers, Christine and Amanda and Mel, were still re- recovering uh, <laughs> a week or so after. But um, you know they had asked me. They're like, "Hey, we're definitely going to need you to help for next year." I'm like, "Yes, please. Like, yeah. come on, let me help." <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of, you know, finding a central location, which is kind of hard. But when you think about it, I mean, Branson, Missouri, like six hour drive, you can get to almost anywhere. It kind of surprised me. I was like, okay, yeah, it is pretty a central area. So it's just a matter of finding, you know, a good place to have that can house all the ladies, um, you know, and something that's affordable. Because, I mean, if we wanted to stay at the cabins there, it was 100 bucks for four nights, which was cheap. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it was free for the whole weekend, though, because if you wanted to go to the seminars or test out the boats, you didn't have to pay for anything. All the meals were covered and everything. So, Yay. yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Well, maybe you'll have to hold one. Uh teach all us guys a thing or two well i mean yeah with uh, my new uh hobby fishing team uh placement now at quest water sports i'm gonna be talking with jeff about uh putting on seminars up there so mm. darn right let me know i'll come down with a notebook <laughs> hey. and a pencil take some notes <laughs> uh, take some notes of those big small mouth you catch those are oh awesome my god oh. <laughs> Dude, this year had been amazing for me for smallmouth. Like, yeah. Lake St. Clair topped it off, you know. I mean, getting that PD there, that thing was just a toad. <laughs> yeah, I, it's oh. the same way with me. I mean, I, I caught my PB smallmouth in a tournament, nonetheless. I mean, I didn't win the tournament, but I won big bass for the day. You know, that was nice. That was down there by Branson at Table Rock. Oh, um, yeah. I've caught a couple you know 19 and a half up in lacrosse i mean shh. can't beat a smallmouth bite man oh man no yeah i mean between I lake st Clair and then uh, a lake i went to up in monaco wisconsin that place was oh yeah it, yeah it was like a mini lake st Clair because it was practically like a deep bowl and it was just the jerk bait has been unbelievable for me this year too. Like that is what I've caught probably ninety percent of my smallmouth on this year. Uh, mine has been a jig in the TRD, TRD craw, TRD craw, third, yep. <laughs> so. That and tubes, tubes have been pretty good for me this year too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you, Josh? What have you been catching all your big smallmouth on? I haven't been catching big smallmouth. <laughs> no. He lies, dude. He's caught some good ones this year. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I got my personal best. I got a twenty uh, um, earlier this year in the springtime on a white Kitek, and then I kind of try to change it up this year. I start fishing jigs a lot, especially. I don't know. I I can't put it down. I threw a jig all day today. And uh, I didn't do very well. I caught one little one, but uh, 
Um, I've caught a couple of really nice smallmouth, um, just throwing those uh, Jigmaster quarter ounce light wire jigs. Those uh, they they do really well, surprisingly surprisingly well, really in the rocks. You know, I kind of a lot of the other times I've thrown them, it's not you usually tend to get them stuck up underneath rocks from the current pushing them up underneath them. But these things, um, even when I can feel my line wrap around, I can usually get it. I can feel the actual jig shoot around the rock and come back out. So, yeah. um, but, uh, I think I caught a nice 18 and a half last weekend on a jig. So they're the, our rivers are super low now. Um, and we even got an inch of rain last, uh, last night yep, and yes. the river literally only went up half a foot. It doubled in, in, uh, the cubic feet per second and the CFS rate. And it was like, but it was all the way down to like, I'm going to say like four to 600, like give or take a little bit here and there. So it was super, super slow and low. And we usually, when we get an inch to rain and, you go out to like the great Miami river, it instantly turns to mud mm. and it's still clear. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. how low everything is. So, but I mean, it had a green, you know, it had its usual green tinge to it, but I mean, you could still see a couple feet down easily. So, um, I think the fish are spread out right now, but not as much as what they normally would be because the water's so low. I don't think they can move where they need to move yet. So, uh, but it's kind of, you're looking, I think I was most of the areas that were, were, I've seen anybody catching them is like anything with like deep water next to the really big, big chunk rocks, the big man-made rocks and stuff. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I know Brad's been killing it in the past about month. What'd you do? Break your personal best twice in the same month? Well, one of them was at Del Hollow and then I caught okay. the other one at the river a week later. Yeah. What is it? Nineteen and a half. Oh, I thought it was fourteen inches. My bad. Oh, that's typical size. <laughs> <laughs> that's his personal best rock bass, dude. Oh, yeah. my bad. Yeah, that's my personal best rock bass. Fourteen inch rock bass. That's pretty <laughs> chunky, man. Yep. Yeah. My my actually my stepmother uh caught a thirteen inch rock bass in Indiana like a few years ago. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. big rock bass. Yeah. Yeah, if it was a crappie, it'd be good eating. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rock bass is pretty good, actually. Dude, I saw a crappie tonight. Had to be 14 inches. And then Jay threw his pike lure over right next to me, and I was like, oh, there goes that crappie. <laughs> oh, well. Bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. You know, Mr. Randall chasing toothy critters. But, uh... Yeah, man, it's crazy. We got a bunch of rain last night, and I know, you know, originally Jay and I were talking about floating the river this morning, but, uh, you know, when he got to my place, he's like, yep, that river's a little blown out, so I guess we're sticking to the lake. And he was happy with that because the pike population mm. in there is really high. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but my home lake here, man, it, you know, since the boat traffic stopped, you know, the heat's not bad, all that stuff. The water is super, super clear. You could see eight foot down. And I think what was visibility when you were up here, Josh? Like foot and a half, foot? If if that, yeah. Yeah, you can hmm. see eight foot down. So it's kind of crazy the way that's turned out. But 
Did yeah. your did your uh, treetops produce? No, no. Really? I did. I did catch a bass today. A bass. It was six, <laughs> 16 and a half. We struggled. We struggled. We struggled all day, man. I had several pike follow all the way to the boat. Um, I even seen probably three or four. I was throwing a spinner bait at one point, and they'd bite on it. And I go to set the hook, and they just go open their ah. mouth, and they were gone. I was like, ah. "What the hell? Like this isn't northern pike. This is like a walleye or something, mm-hmm. you know?" And you know, it's funny. Jay made the comment. He's like, "Well, you know, when the sun starts going down, that's when the you know the bite's going to fire up." And sure enough, like the last hour and a half, two hours, we started catching fish, but. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, crazy times up here. I mean, our water temps right now are at like 48 degrees. Ooh, burr. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the air temp was, I don't know, got up above 60, I think. So, yeah, I don't know. It was yeah, it was beautiful out. I mean, the wind wasn't bad. I mean, when we were pedaling back in, I mean, the, the water was like glass. It was perfect. But, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it just couldn't get them to go, man. They're in that funky transition, you know, cold cold water. So uh, I caught my fish on uh, a shaky head, just finesse fishing. So, I nice. mean, I threw the kitchen sink at them today. <laughs> I think I threw a jerk bait, a chatter bait, three different color spinner baits. Uh, what else? I don't even know, man. I just kept changing out baits. Hmm. So what's everybody got going on coming up? Turkey Bowl? I know a couple guys got Turkey Bowl coming up. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to hanging out with all you guys the night before. Champ calling the champs Tri-State Trash Pandas. (laughs) Trash Pandas. (laughs) Tri-State Trash Pandas. <laughs> Hold on, Who, who's on your team, Josh? Me, Brian, and Brock. Yeah, Brock. Oh, okay. So you know, Josh is going to be digging through garbage cans because he's the trash panda. Brock's going to be Brock's going to be playing chicken with boats, and uh, I don't know. I'll just be chilling on the blue sky. So ripping lips, ripping yeah, lips, no, dancing a jig. Oh, yeah, dancing the happy jig on the front porch of the BSB. Mm-hmm. That's what I like doing. That's right. I have to get some of that, you know, bluegrass going, you know. Just dancing my jig, so it'll be good. It'll be good. Get, get jiggy with it. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> what did uh, You guys got a team name yet, Brad? Uh, I don't know. Probably just the Brad Hicks team. That is original, bro. Original. Hey, I don't, I don't know. The Brad Hicks team. Oh, jeez. Well, you got Justin, right? It's you and Justin, and then uh, whoever your third person is. So you got BJ. Yeah. You guys could be Team BJ. Yeah. BJ plus whoever. I don't know. I think I like Brad Hicks' experience better. <laughs> Oh, jeez. 
Dustin's hard in thought on this one. He's trying to think of a name for you right now. <laughs> Me too. Hey, we were trying to help him come up with his name for his segment, so yeah. he's just he's just returning the he favor. He'll return a favor. Yeah, yeah. But you got any more tournaments you're fishing down there, Dustin? Yes, we have quite a few. Um, I know there was one last weekend. I just couldn't make work. Um, it was a smaller little local uh, Facebook group put on a tournament, and I was going to say tell Su- Susie, you know, talking about that event they had up there with all, all the lady anglers. Um, they have a group down here called the Bass Girls. There's a girl, uh, Jenna Hicks, that is instrumental in getting them girls to meet up and everything. But I think there were seven of them that showed up to this tournament out of 27 total. Um, and Jenna herself, Jenna actually got third and, like, put a spanking on some of them in Lake Bastrop. It's a... It's a really cool power plant lake here that, that, you know, the water stays warm all year. Plenty of hydrilla and milfoil, coontail, lots of submergent grass and, and habitat for the fish. And, you know, they're just little stubby little football chunk fish, you know, in there. But they're super fun to catch. And uh, I was going to say they just had that um, and stoked on that for her to a place in there. You know, it's yeah. really cool seeing her place. You know, I, I fish with her husband. Her husband's name's Dustin, too. So. Um, I fish with him and, and run around fishing with him and doing tournaments with him too. Um, but we got a saltwater um, tournament coming up on the the 16th, a saltwater survival series. It's a flounder tournament, but they will have a side pot for like uh, speckled trout, redfish. They don't have what they call a Texas slam. That's if you can catch one of each, one redfish, one trout, one flounder, and that'll be a com- combined weight stringer. And then after that, on the 23rd, we have another power plant lake tournament on lake fayette which is one of my favorite lakes i live a little over an hour from there but it's a team uh, dirty h out of houston with the southeast texas kayak bass league um they're doing their toads for tots tournament it's a toy drive tournament for uh you know help the kids out and uh we'll be doing that and then the grande bass big bass uh tournaments coming up in december um so there, there's quite a few things still going on this time of year um here in texas with these with these power plant lakes that are still online and uh the water's still warm <laughs> you know what i just got out of all that i need to move to texas yeah. <laughs> just saying just yeah. saying i mean fishing in december i mean who doesn't want to do that yeah we'll, we'll get some we'll get some fronts come through and push the water tip down and and uh you know it's them, it's them dreary days that i like when i'm targeting you know the inshore fish the, the bigger speckled trout in the winter time i, I like those days with the drizzle and the overcast and you got to put your rain gear on and there's usually not a lot of boat traffic on the water because nobody else wants to be out there it might be you know mid 40 air temp water's in the mid 40s maybe to 50 mm. and man you just you go out there and, go out there and crush yeah and you're be out there by yourself <laughs> so what the water gets down to four in mid 40s in texas it, it can uh you know for a few days after a, a, a really strong push of cold air some of the arcs have come through. Yeah, we'll 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 see some some lower, uh, some upper forties. You know, when the shallow because of water, some of the flats you know are, are only like a foot and a half to two foot deep. Mm-hmm. You know, but then again, by the middle of the day, it's back up in the sixties, and then all that cool water across those flats, you know, gets gets pushed in or drain or or pushed out by the wind or whatever's happening with the tides. You know, that all plays an aspect in it too. And then you know we got. Uh, you know, mud flats and stuff, and the you know with the darker color, mud is going to heat up quicker and absorb heat. So those fish will go lay in that mud and everything too, and that water warms up quicker around that those mud flats also. So 
Okay. How does that affect fishing patterns? Like, like, are they all over the place dur during the day or what? Uh, it's hit or miss. I mean, they'll they'll move around. Um, they will, you know, on the cooler mornings they'll congregate <laughs> in deeper water off of the channels, channel mm -hmm. edges, and, and and breaks off of the the oyster reef. You know, eight to ten foot, twelve foot of water. Um, then they'll move up as the day moves up, moves up and warms up. They'll move up to the flats and feed. You know, when the bait fish start pushing up in the warmer water too, you know, mm. uh, you know, it just comes from just fishing over here in the winter and figure, figuring the fish out. It, yeah. It, it's a different animal in, 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 on the inshore waters, you know, like mm. the bass, the power plant lakes, Fayette stays good pretty much year round, you know, with that, the water temple will only drop down to, you know, 60 or 62 in the winter. So yeah. you, you fish that year round. They might move stage out a little further, you know, off the first, you know, drop off and stuff. But, you know, you slow roll spinnerbait or chatterbait, fish a shaky head, you know, but they move on up too. That that lake's so fun to fish, you know. There's a lot of standing timber, you know. <laughs> so I enjoy that too. You know, I got a lot of lakes within two hours of me that are that are great fisheries. And then the I mean, I get off work. And, and hit salt water. I can be at a boat ramp in about five minutes and slide my kayak in right after I get off work in the morning because I work ship work. So uh, speak a lot. It's a big plus, you know. Less less pressure on the water and everything too. Yeah. So yeah, it's a great it's a great area where I'm at over here. Uh, I'm blessed to be over here and be in this area. We got all this outdoor activity going on with you know duck hunting or whatever. You know, a lot of dove and and, and wildlife, deer. You know. Plenty of gators. <laughs> yeah. Plenty yeah. of alligators, too. Uh, you guys got a lot of gators down there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's your closest encounter with a gator? You ever been, like, scared where they're going to bite you? Uh, I was well, talking I about was, this with Jay today. scared, but I've had, I got a couple. I'll start with one at, at the uh, pre-fishing for the KBF Trail on uh, Sam Rayburn and fishing out of Mill Creek area. And I know there's a big one that hangs out in there, and I was up in the cypress trees throwing a frog on the bases around so had some uh mats of grass around them so i caught a fish and i was getting the fish about to take her off and i i turned around and looked and then there wasn't a head there a few minutes ago and then all of a sudden there's about a about a 20 to 22 inch head from the eyes to the nose that Ooh. that's about a 14 foot gator 15 Ooh. foot gator. and she just had the like the speckled around her jaw and she just it just looked old and it's apparently there's a big old female gator that's that frequents that area and she just popped up and saw her head and i just like started easing back with that flex drive buddy so all right i said girl you got it girl you got it <laughs> and i just eased on out and then she just just sunk back mm -hmm. down real slow you know her tail didn't pop up that's a lot of things with the gators you'll see is that when their tail comes up and they start arching that tail and you start seeing the little ridges on their tail they're they're in a, a aggressive mode you know you don't want to be around them then but uh that's one of them. And then just recently uh, fishing some little back lakes for redfish. I didn't even see the, see him up on the bank sunning. And I was just fishing and I was throwing, and I was throwing, you know, parallel on the bank with the walking bait, trying to entice some redfishes blind casting because I didn't really see any activity right there. And then all of a sudden just shoo, off the side of the bank and he goes directly under my kayak. It's about a probably eight, eight and a half foot gator just straight under the kayak. You can like feel his ridges. <laughs> Jeez. yeah yeah they're 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 out there they are out there do you carry extra underwear with you because <laughs> like i'd probably need a few pairs bro like just saying 
after it's happened a few times, you don't even it don't really bother you. you know? I was the reason why I bring this up is I was talking talking to Jay about this. I'm like, man, I don't know about fishing in like Florida and Louisiana and all this stuff. You got gators. I yeah. Know, yeah. They they want to stay. Snakes. They want to stay. They want to stay away from you. I mean, you got some of the small ones are curious. I mean, they'll come poke their head up right beside you. Or they'll chase your top water bait all the way in. Um, but most of the time, the bigger ones, they want to, you know, they'll, they stay away from you unless it's mating season, you know, then they kind of get aggressive and territorial, you know, just gotta, just gotta be aware, just be conscious of them, you know, when, when is mating season? Oh man. I want to say it's in the late spring over here. Maybe in the fall, they might do a second round. Um, but don't go to Texas in late fall or, or spring. It's mainly or spring. late spring. Okay. That's when they're pretty aggressive. They'll, I mean, they'll come out of the water and then slap their bellies on a bam. They'll slap their bellies on the water, you know. Like they'll launch, you know. Yeah, they're they get pretty aggressive. And if they're big, if they're over nine or ten foot, I don't want to have anything to do with them. They can have that area all the time. Bye bye. I don't do gators. I don't do snakes. I don't do spiders. Oh no, no spiders. I don't even do bats. I mean, Susie's more of a man than I am. <laughs> Susie, you want to share that story? Susie had a bat in her house, freaking netted it with her fishing net. I did. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm in the shower, and all of a sudden I hear a, holy beep, there's a bat in the house. And I'm like, what, what, where? And so I'm just like, just hang on, and I'll be done in a second. He's like, okay, okay. And so I come out, and my husband, Adam, he's just like, I don't know where he went, but he's flying around somewhere. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm going to go out to the garage and get the net. And I go out in the garage, I come back inside. I was like, all right, where is he at? And he's like, I don't know, I don't know. I haven't seen him fly around. I'm like, all right, well, let, let's try and find him. And we go into the bedroom, and uh, <laughs> Adam, like, comes around. He's like, he's, oh, God, he's in the bedroom, he's in the bedroom. <laughs> Oh, so I go in there, and he's up by the um, uh, by the curtain. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm just going to walk up. And sure enough, you know, Adam was taking video at the time, too, so you can filter back on my Facebook <laughs> to put video, too. But uh, I just put the net right up to him and kind of shake it a little bit to get him in the net and then catch him and take him right back outside. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. And Adam was so worked up, he was just like, you get that bat. Get that bat out of here. You yeah. get that bat. Get that bat out of here. <laughs> well, I, think it was, I think it was last summer. I, I told the story on the podcast. I forget. It was. It's way back in the day, like during the start of the podcast. I was out fishing one evening. It was probably out a little later than I should have been. But I seen this bat flying around, and I'm like, oh, thank God, man. This thing's going to get the mosquitoes out of here. And I seen it flying around, and I'm casting in this little bay area. And then all of a sudden, I feel something on the back of my hat. I kind of, like, swiped at it. And uh, I'm like, all right, well, hopefully that bat's gone. And then I feel something, like, land on the back of my hat, dude. And I, like, I freaked out. I, I had a brand-new lose combo in one hand. I picked up the paddle in the other. I, well, I dropped the lose combo, picked up the paddle, was sweating it around, sweating, swatting my hat. It was a freaking moth. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, my lose combo is sinking to the bottom of the lake because I had dropped it so fast. 
and I ended up catching an eye guide with my paddle and got it back up to the surface oh, and got it wow. back in the oh, boat. Okay. But this whole time I'm thinking like this bat just landed on the back of my head and it ended up being a moth that was flying around. So I felt real <laughs> special after that one. <laughs> I found a, uh, a spider hanging out in the hood of my rain jacket at the uh, national championship this year in Louisiana. I uh, didn't discover it until I was uh, kind of airing things out. It was on that, what day was that? Was that on that Friday or Saturday? I don't remember, but um, I was going through my stuff and I set my rain gear down and I saw like movement out of the corner of my eye and I like looked and in the hood was like this big black spider and I was like, oh, oh my God been in there the whole time yeah like, ah. yeah I, that stuff creeps me out man spiders <laughs> snakes gators yeah spiders there's snake. some big ones over there on that Cado lake where, where a lot of people were fishing they have those oh yeah yeah, yeah. Those big gray and black big gnat oh they're like jump and they're fast they move fast i forgot what kind they are um there's they're as big as your hand you know Ooh. Yeah, oh, yeah. You want to hear me scream like, <laughs> like a little girl? Murder, <laughs> It all started from the hide and seek in the woods. <laughs> You're a kid and you run through there and get that big banana spider in your face. And oh. those we- their webs are so strong. So think about paddling through these little back marsh areas and there's like webs and I'm like, ah! yeah. You know, oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, no, thank you. I mean, it's all good, but. That happened yeah, to me I, at Mark Twain. Oh Mark Twain, I parked my truck, and then you had to walk down this, like, weird little walkway through the woods, and I walked into a spider spider Ooh. web. I freaked out, dude, all day, swatting <laughs> at myself, thinking there was a spider crawling on me. And the worst thing I did is I turned the light on on my phone, and I looked up into the trees, and I saw, like, these huge spiders. I'm like, man, there's one on me. I know there is. And the worst part was Derek Aikens at the boat launch, like getting ready to launch his boat. And I'm screaming like a girl in the woods. And he's like, you okay, bro? And I'm like, man, this is the last person I want to be like screaming in front of like a, like a little girl because of a spider. So I'm like, oh yeah, man, I, I, I like tripped or something, you know? And then I heard him coming down that trail and he's like, oh, what the hell is that? You know? And he walked through the other spider web. So I got even. <laughs> I got to eat it. So, it was good. It was good. <laughs> so. Um, when Jay and I went out uh, at Dale Hollow, the bugs, the first night we went out and we kind of, it was pretty dark out and the bugs were really, really bad. And I started getting a bat that was swarming around, uh, eating the mosquitoes, and I hit it twice with my uh, line <laughs> casting out. Oh, gosh. Wow. Bat fishing. Yeah. Bat fishing. I dig it. <laughs> that is always funny, though. You, you cast the lure out, and you see these fish, like, swooping down trying to grab it. You ever had that happen? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. No? Birds? Yeah, we get seagulls in the yeah. The turns over here that, that swoop down and grab your top water. And I'm like, don't you dare do it. I said, because if, yeah. if it hooks you and I bring you in, I'm going to snap your neck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I, oh man, they come in and I mean, you got to put them, put your net over them and get them, the pliers out, unhook them and then let them go. Then half the time they freak out and go all over the place. So you're like, 
you just call them, you know, when, when they're swooping down to come get it, you're like, ah, 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 ah. like just yell at them. They kind of scares them off the time, you know, uh, but they, they like to come after the walking baits over here. So that's, yeah. that's the same thing with the birds, you know, uh-uh, uh-uh. I hooked a duck right yeah. in the bill. Yeah. Right now we got a bunch of ducks. I was telling Jay a story tonight cause there was a huge swarm of them like came swimming in front of us when I was a kid. Uh, I grew up in Crystal Lake, northern Illinois, about an hour outside of Chicago. We used to go to the lake, and you could rent rowboats at the beach, and we used to rent those things and go out fishing. And I'm fishing with this dude, and, you know, I forget. I, I was using, like, a Senko or something, and this dude was using one of those old plastic worms that were pre-rigged, three hooks in them, you know. And I had casted my worm out, and this duck tried going at my worm. And I'm like, hey, dude, don't cast up by that duck. What does this dumbass do? Cast right up by the duck and hooks the thing. We're like, we're like 13, 14. We're like, how the hell do we do this? You know? I mean, that quack, was an experience. Quack, yeah. quack, yeah. quack. <laughs> Those old school, like, pre-rigged worms with, like, the little weed guards. The yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cream made yeah. some, had a little spinner on the front. Yeah. And, you know, cream lures, they're still around. Yeah. I mean, they're, they yep. got some pretty cool little swim baits and stuff they have and. uh and their 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 original worms still out there, you know. They, yeah, they, they're still out there, believe it or not. You know, yeah, they've been around I, a long time. I just saw them up at uh, Iglo, and uh, I was talking with them, and they got this cool little like speed craw type deal. Uh-huh. Yeah, that that thing's pretty sweet. I caught some fish on that down at Table Rock. Was... Yeah, their new little creature bait looks pretty cool too. Um, I got some of their swim baits I've used as you know for redfish and. You know, we're gonna weedless up in the in the cord grass and stuff, and they they've done pretty good. Uh, but yeah, there I can't believe that company's still around. Those little, because a lot of them had those, like the weirdest colors with like the little dots all over yeah. them. Yeah, like, yeah. Like black dots or black with yellow dots, and you know, <laughs> I throw some ugly color worms over here. I'm gonna tell you that. Right now. There, there's a Zoom makes a color called Bruised Banana. It is brown and yellow segmented. Oh my god. And they. Oh, they don't. The fish don't like it over here. They don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, nah, they don't like it. I'm kidding. Nah, <laughs> no. It's just one of the ugliest colors ever. But it, it, it's caught, caught some fish. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Oh man, I don't even know. I don't even know. But <laughs> well, anybody else got anything else to add to this cool little bonus episode? I mean, I think it's kind of fitting. We're talking about gators, snakes, spiders. You know, we got Halloween coming up, so. Yep. Creepy yeah. crawlies. Creeper, creepy crawlers, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you guys ever want to play a good joke on Brian, put a fake spider near him. <laughs> oh. I remember I heard the story about when you put your hand on that, that log and it was there. Oh, spider. Geez. I Who was that with? Good was was that, that when we were floating on the river? Yeah. Yeah, it probably was. I screamed I, like a little girl. Sh- I almost jumped onto the boat. It? Huh? I was laughing. I was like, who's he screaming at? The spider. Like, spider. Big old black spider, man. I almost put my hand yeah, right on top of him. Size of a quarter. No, it was bigger than that, dude. It yeah. was bigger In than that. In your eyes. It, it was the size of a freaking... 24 ounce coffee cup like this dude it was like that it was huge (laughs) good stuff good Good stuff stuff, man 
Well, Dustin, welcome to the team, brother. Looking forward yeah, to the first it. episode and uh, getting to it. Uh, we got some more yes, bigger, sir. big announcements coming up, you guys. So get ready, get ready, strap in. Uh, we're already talking and planning for 2020 and things like that. So uh, get ready. We got some stuff in the works and uh, it should be good. So. Uh, if you guys uh, are interested, get signed up for that Turkey Bowl, November 10th. It's in Indiana on Geist Lake. That's in Indianapolis or just outside of Indianapolis. Three-man team events or man and woman or all women. We're trying to get Susie to go. So. <laughs> trash pandas. <laughs> yeah, tri-state trash pandas are going to take the victory. But if you want to come donate to us, you know. Who are we kidding, dude? We don't have a chance in hell. <laughs> but, but. David Fisher, my state. <laughs> it, it'll be a good time. And if you guys are in the north, it's just a good way to wind down the season and uh, just get out there and have a good time. Uh, I mean, either way, there's going to be a food drive. Uh, bring some canned foods. You'll get entered into a raffle that we're going to have a bunch of giveaways, things like that. So, uh, we got some catch boards going out to the first place team. Uh, we'll have some paddle and fin stuff to give away as well. I know I just saw Sam posted uh, Yak Attack is now a sponsor for it. They'll have some Yak Attack stuff. Um, I forget who all's on there. There's but, a bunch of spanks. Yeah, I know they got Moving Water Outfitters. Angler. Is angler the yeah they'll have some angler buttons it's oh, cool um pulling trc this. yeah yep. trc covers murphy's craft house moving waters biz baits and wicked weights oh yeah 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 so murphy's craft house that's a, a restaurant where they're gonna hold the uh the awards and a little meetup type deal afterwards uh i believe there's going to be some appetizers beverages things of that nature so uh just just going to be a cool fun event so just want to shout that out and uh that's pretty much it anybody else got anything want to shout anything out congrats Susie, on getting on the hobie team i don't think yeah, we, yeah. we talked big about prop, that big props yeah buddy yep. Susie, Susie's getting a new boat but We'll leave you in suspense so until she, she decides to tell you what that is. <laughs> I've already told a lot of people, but uh, yeah, this coming Saturday, uh, the Orange Crush is uh, making its final journey. You gonna take it out for like one last ride, one uh, last you know, fishing I, session? Yeah, I thought about it, but the thing is, though, is like everywhere around me is closed to boats right now for waterfowl season so that kind of sucks <laughs> um but uh i i gotta clean it up and everything i already took um my uh, fish finder stuff off of it and whatnot and i gotta clean her up real good so she'll get a good clean before she goes we'll have to meet up sometime this week i got a light work week Susie. yeah all right hmm. Maybe I'm going fishing with Susie Roloff this week. Watch out. <laughs> Heck yeah. All right, guys. Till next time, tight lines, smooth paddling.
What's up, boys and girls? Just wanted to take a quick minute to talk to you about the Paddle and Fin gear. If you haven't seen it yet, go to Paddle, the letter N, and Fin.com. Go click that store tab at the top. Check out the store. We got tons of t-shirt designs, long sleeves, hoodies, phone cases, you name it, it's on there. Give it a gander. Just want to take a brief moment to give a little shout out to our show sponsors. Rocktown Adventures. For all your outdoor adventure needs, visit rocktownadventures.com. Loveland Canoe and Kayak, if you're in the Ohio area, go check them out at lovelandcanoe.com. Hammered Lures, our man Eric Richards, making some pretty epic baits. You can check out his store at hammeredlures.myspotify.com. Coyote Sunglasses, get your floating glasses for the next adventure out on the water. They float, they're polarized, all different styles to fit your pretty little face. Fish Mob Lures, my man Jay Randall, making buzz baits, spinner baits, you name it. He's got a whole array of things, and if it isn't listed on the Facebook page, shoot him a message. Maybe he can make it up for you. Southern Lake Co., awesome apparel, you guys. Uh, check out southernlakecompany.com. And our newest sponsor, TRC Covers. Protect your investment. Wrap your rods, your reels. They got custom colors, logos, you name it, they got it. Go check out trccovers.com. listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life. Oh my god! Every once in a while it's fun to go with like just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun. Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.